Just paying attention to what you put in your body. I can do that. That's I can do. I can do one. I can do one vegan meal a day. See? If I learn how to cook it and prepare. Yeah. I actually, I actually See? had. Um, so I already got my first client. You already got your first client, man. I actually had my. I got first two. Beyond Burger. Is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, just when I'm about to give myself a pat on the back. Now I didn't. I didn't. Not the one from Burger King. I went to like a vegan restaurant. No, I understand. What's wrong with Beyond Burgers? Okay, so. Oh damn. So it's still the same thing. Because it's, it's a burger. Still processed. Beyond Burgers processed. Well, maybe they just called it the Beyond Burger. <laughs> well, it's a Beyond Burger, but where was it? Didn't it come from a plant? And this is going to be deep, but great, but worth it. Welcome to another episode of the Instincts Podcast. I'm Brian M. Bean, and we got Gigi in the building. We're going to talk about some things that kind of go un... They don't, they don't discuss them openly, right? No, they don't. And I'm so glad you're here because I've always wanted to know... Um, why people wear it as a badge of shame. I think I understand it. We want to let people know it's okay not to. Yes. Um, you said you've been through, unfortunately, more than just sexual abuse. I would assume physical. Yes. Mental. Yes. Emotional. Definitely. Let me ask you this, because I hear this all the time. Is it passed down? What's, the word is not passed down, but like... Generational? I, generational. I believe so. And I, how... I believe so because... I've been. I've heard my family say some things, mm-hmm. um, and we all. The, I mean, if if we are of any type of color or you know, um, different ethnic backgrounds, most of us um, experience some form of oppression passed down to us. Even though we are all supposedly free, mentally uh, we're not. Uh, right. A lot of things were passed down to us based on our parents being, and their parents, and their parents. So it all got passed down, I believe. Um, I don't believe my mom intentionally, you know, was the type of mother she came out to be. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. believe that was her intention. But did she know any better? Mm -hmm. You know, if that's what was done to her, you know, she did what she thought was right, you know, at the time. Right. So, you know, my mom... Unfortunately, she was physical and um, mental with me. Gotcha. Um, she she did harm, and it was very difficult to get over because she was my mom. Mm. Um, and you know, the first person that you look at is your mother. Right. So you don't. That's the one person that's supposed to take care of you. So it was very difficult for me to understand that. Mm. So I didn't have um, self esteem. I didn't have. Um, now, when you say abusive, in other words, not that you're adult. Mom was abusive to you? Only to me. To you? Okay. Yes. She was physically abusive and um, mentally. To you, okay. Mentally abusive. Okay. My, I had an aunt that was sexually abusive. My older brother was sexually abusive to me. And uh, the rest were male cousins. Got you. Okay. Okay, let's talk about the pattern for a second before we get into your story. I've seen young mothers date drug dealers because their mother dated a drug dealer. Yes. I've seen young boys gangbang because their uncles and fathers gangbang. Correct. I've seen, so, I, so I, don't get me wrong. I understand generational curses. Yes. I want to make sure that's clear because yes. I don't want people to like, how can he not? I understand it. I guess what I'm saying is... How do you break through it? Yeah. I, I, yeah. So for me, it was always something I didn't want for my kids because I knew what it felt like. Mm. So I didn't want it... But it's so crazy because now that my children are all older 
and they speak to me and tell me like, you know, you did this, you did that. And I'm like, oh shit. I'm mm. like, I did? Like, you mm. know, I didn't know I was coming off in those ways. Okay. But I was aggressive. I didn't realize I was aggressive mm. because I was naturally aggressive. Got you. And you're wondering why. It's, it, it took some self-discovery. It took a lot of self-awareness, self-discovery, self-care. Mm. Um, I had to dig really deep. Uh, I recommend whoever is going through something that's very personal, um, that hurts you to the core, take the time to dig deep inside and figure out why. Mm. If you're acting a certain way, you're doing something that you know you don't want to be like, but it's still coming out, something is deep inside. Like if you have a problem with a person, Mm. you're going off on them, it's probably not them. It's Mm. more than likely you. So So this is a great, great point. Let's talk about if we had to give I won't I won't limit you to numbers, but like three or four, but like some signs for a person who may not be aware that they're they're not dealing with trauma because you just gave a great one. Like you're taking your aggression out on someone else and they had nothing to do with the situation. That's a that's a sign. That's a definite sign. Not in retrospect, now that you're looking back, what are some signs that individuals say, hey, wait a minute, she just named three or four things. I'm like three of them. Like, what are some signs that a person may not be dealing with their trauma that they can that they can look in the mirror and say? I would say you're focused on people, how people dress, how people talk. You're very interested in other people's lives more than you should be. Hmm. More than just being nosy. Yes. Like, gotta, hold on. We got to dig deep into that. Cause, yes. Because I started this show, this podcast, because I'm interested in people's lives but that's, i hope that's, that's not good. traumatic give me give me the differentiation. no that's 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 yeah. different that's curiosity this is that's... this is more sharing okay because you're asking questions and you're allowing me to share what i think is is viable for people to know to help right that person is nosy that person is into people's lives this is way. more um an egotistical thing okay because we create egos I think the majority of people, not just people who've been traumatized, but we all create these egos and then some of them take life like really too far. Okay. And you start seeing people's lives and then just start really critiquing them. Right. Like everything about their life. You know, you see your friend, oh, she shouldn't do this. You see this person, oh, they shouldn't be doing that. And just very judgmental. Okay, gotcha. Um, Very, you know... Involved in other people because they don't want to focus on them. Okay, I was about to say, so how does that translate to the trauma? It's a deflection. Yes. It's a deflection. So you don't want to deal with your own, so you try to fix everybody, do everybody, take care of everybody. You don't do anything. Yes. It has nothing to do with you. Got you. But you you do everything. You take care because I was the giver. Got you. Only a giver. I did not receive. I only gave. And then it would turn back and I would be like, why? Well, you know, why are people not, you know... Reciprocal. Yeah. As, as and, giving. And I didn't understand it, but I was completely closed to it. Hmm. In, hmm. A, in a spiritual way, I was closed to receiving because I didn't want to receive. Gotcha. Oh, remind me to get back to that. Because I want <laughs> one more, one more um, telltale sign that you may not be dealing with trauma. We did two so far. One, you're all in everybody else's business. You're, you, you're very judgmental, and that's a shield, really, to keep your, you from looking at your own reflection, right? Give me one more sign as you got older. In retrospect, 
I now know I wasn't dealing with my trauma because I'm doing what? Did you try addictions. to mask it? I was going to say, did you try to mask it? I would say addictions, different types of addictions. Okay. Relationship problems, not knowing how to manage any type of relationship. Mm. Mm. Where every relationship seems or feels, because we have these feelings that lie to us all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Um, that, you know... Somebody doesn't love us, and you start taking everything really personal, and you know you try to get controlling hmm. um, because you don't want anyone to have any any say or any part in what your you know your life or what you're doing because you know someone took a part of you, so you're very afraid of letting anyone. In, in any type of way. Mm-hmm. So relationships are very skewered. Really? Yes. And they're skewered because... because in every not, way. Yeah, in every way. In every way. Because of what happened to you and because you're not dealing with it, your relationship is... It's taking a toll on your relationship because you're bringing that energy to the party. That, but you, you when you don't realize what you have inside... Mm-hmm. It manifests into other things. Right. Okay. I got you. It'll come out somewhere. Got you. So, you know, you know you're know, you in a relationship with a guy and he leaves the, you know, his socks on the ground. It's just socks. Right. And you go and go off because the socks are on the ground. Right. That's nothing to do it's with the socks. nothing to do with the socks. Got you. Okay. It's just what you have inside that's, so, that's built in there and built up for so long mm-hmm. without it being able to be released. Got you. It's like a ticking time bomb inside of you. So all the, of those feelings. The addiction is to mask the trauma. Yes. You dealt with that yourself. Yes. Were you, you mind if I ask, was it drug addiction? Um, no, I, I've never been on drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, I smoke weed, though. <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll talk <laughs> that, about the pain. That's different. The CBD that's totally is, different. We'll talk about what that can mask. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a medicine, right. so we not, I'm right. not going to call that a I'm pro-hemp, 100%. Pro, pro here. Yeah. So, um, no, but I never did a drug, but I did, um, I would say my addiction was more towards relationships. Got gotcha. you. Got you. Feeling like you had Male. to be being one. I had to be in. I had to be with a man. I had to be in a relationship in order to be loved. Validated. I yes. got you. That makes sense. I didn't. You know, I had four children because I wanted love. Got you. Got you. And how old are your kids now? Um, twenty eight, uh, twenty five, about to be twenty two, and about to be twenty. Man, come on, man. Like I said earlier, record <laughs> uh, a line from a man, Mighty Wooder. Hello, hair. Hey, Skin. Hello. <laughs> you look great. You look great. You look great. I'm a vegan. Yeah, okay. Yes, that that was a big part of, um, you know, getting conscious. Yeah. Yeah, when you become conscious, it, you start to see who you truly are inside and not outside. Okay. So, I, you know, they say whatever you are inside, you know, it reflects outside. Right. So I am extremely at peace. I'm happy. I just, I just see greatness now right, right. in everything. Even when things happen, even things that are bad now, that we, we think are bad. Right, correct. Because that's the problem. You perspective. know, it's, it's perspective. Per- it is, it is perspective. You know, um, after seeing so many things and feeling and going through so many things, now anytime something happens, it's not. I don't look at the bad anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't look at it like, oh, 
if my tire got flat, I don't look at it something bad. It could have been my tire was flat because there was an accident down the street and I could have possibly been in it. Had to stop you, yep. You know? Yep. So I, I now, I don't question God. Mm. Mm. So let's talk about this spiritual journey real quick because I know you mentioned that you're a vegan. Yes. Not therapy, but meditation was part of your healing. Yes. And I'm a very spiritual person too. I just believe in a spiritual journey more so than a religious journey. Yes, I do too. Talk to me in your opinion about the difference between the two. And this is not to, to disrespect any religious fanatic. No. But what, what but do you... But there is a difference. There's a big difference. There's a when big people difference. say, oh, I, Brian, I got peace or I found solutions through my spiritual journey. What does a spiritual journey mean versus I sought a religion? So for me, I, I was married to an atheist, first of all, for 14 years. Get out. Yes. I got to ask you about that. <laughs> Go ahead. So my children's father is an atheist, and I married him when I was 18. So it was really dark. It was a very dark time. I was very sick. Um, I was sick all the time. So when I left him, I moved here, so Fairburn. Okay. And I sought out. At the time, I was just speaking to God because I really didn't know how to. Okay. So, you know, I went to churches. Did I, he try to make you atheist? Did, I wouldn't did say he, he tried to make me, but it was just so much. He okay. was just so, like, his energy was way stronger than mine at the time. Okay. So he poured in all his darkness into me. Into, okay, got you. Okay. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I no, want to make okay. sure he didn't try to convert you. No, he didn't. Okay. He never but tried to convert me. He didn't me. really have to if that was kind of the... If that was the vibe around the house and yes. that was the, and it was understood that's what he was, then one of those two energies started to win. Yes, his, his one. Got you. Okay. His did, his did win. Okay. Um, so you I, sought the truth. I sought out, yeah, I sought out spirituality here when I moved here, and you know, I, but I didn't know what it was. Okay. I didn't know what I was looking for. Okay. I just knew I was searching, searching, searching. You know, um, I ended up dating a guy that um, his parents uh, had a church. So it was very big in the church. I studied. I learned. And then I went to college and I studied religion because I still was like, this is not making sense to me. The was, religion. Religion. Okay. Even I was like, you, you, you know, atheists may not be it. Yeah. But, but being religious may not be it. You're looking for the right thing. So I okay. keep looking, looking, looking. I, I went to Buddhist temples. Oh, wow. I, I tried them all. I really did. I tried them all. And I was like, okay, none of these make sense to me. What's like, not clicking? What's not clicking with you about religion? They didn't resonate with me. Okay. like They what? did not resonate with me because, first of all, I studied African history. Okay. Right. And when you study history, like, we were before Christ. Right. Right. As Africans. Okay. And if there's artifacts before Christ, why should I believe that? And this version of these, these religions that they gave to us, they forced it on us. That's a fact. They didn't, we didn't choose it. Right. It was forced on us. We believed more on the land, the sun, the sky, nature. the universe, right. nature. Those are the things that heal us. Okay. You know, they took... They gave us rubber on our shoes so that we're not connected to the earth anymore. Mm. So we're no longer grounded. Mm. So, you know, those things 
learning all of those things, I knew that religion just wasn't the way. Because you had the foundation, everything else has to disprove this. Exactly. Okay. And there, it, it didn't disprove. It didn't disprove. No. Freeze, I know you're enjoying the webisode. We're going to get right back to it. I got to pay some bills. This segment has been sponsored by Monetize Your Message. Here's my belief. Why aren't you turning your trials and tribulations into celebrations? After 25 years of being on stages all over the world, I can show you how to formulate, market, and monetize your story and everything you've been through and help thousands of people. Do me a favor. Go to howtomonetizeyourmessage.com because your story belongs to you, but your message belongs to the world. Now enjoy the remainder of the episode. So a, a, a journey of spirituality. So you realize that he's in, not realize he's atheist. You realize that his, is it atheism? Is that the word? I think so. Okay, whatever it is, being an atheist, you, you realize that that was having its toll on you. The darkness was starting to affect your life. You go out and seek the truth. You don't like what religious fanatics are showing you or religion in general. So what exactly is spirituality? When you say I'm on a spiritual journey, what does that mean? For me, it is to learn how to connect with my source, okay. my creator. Good. It's more on an internal basis, uh, being one with myself, being one with my God. Because we, we, we are always looking out, because mm. that was the problem. Mm. I was always looking outwards for something that was internal. Mm. Gotcha. If we were created in the light of God, then that means we are God. Mm. We're in his, we were created in his figure, right? In his image, right. Well, his image, his figure, that's who we are. In order for us, I believe, to speak, we, to speak to our creator, we have to be still, quiet, and one with ourselves. So let me ask you this. Here's my, this is my personal opinion, right? If I had to mm -hmm. explain it in one line. Religion is the belief that you have found the truth, and spirituality is the belief that I'm seeking the truth. What do you think about that? I like that. Fair enough. That's fair. Okay. Or that the truth is something that you never really find, that life is about seeking, seeking. that truth. That, that's what the journey is about. For me, I believe we all have a purpose. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's why we, we, the world would not be able to you know, go around. Mm -hmm. If we if we all did the same thing, we wouldn't get anywhere. Right. That's right. So <laughs> like, yeah, that, yeah, di our differences need to be celebrated. They have yeah, to. Absolutely. We were, we were all created. If everybody believes, not everybody, but the ones that are believers mm -hmm. that there is a God, and you believe that this God created all of this beauty, how could He create something that's not of value? Well, what about those that believe that he didn't, but the opposite energy did? Satan, the devil, I, he didn't create. I, I don't, the... I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that. You don't believe in that? No, I no, don't. No, say it loud. I don't believe in that. <laughs> okay. I just don't. I really don't believe in that. Okay. I just choose not to. That there's, a, that there's an opposing force? I believe the opposing force is, is this, like, outside. Gotcha. This realm, I believe this realm is, is that. Because we... We're born, like, free and clear. Right, this is fact. Like, with no malice. Like, a baby's not born, like, evil. Evil. Right, 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 right. So when you say this, this realm, 
is the realm that the innocent baby pure has to go through. And this realm puts those forces in us. I believe We need that. to pass through this realm and get to where we really yes. should be. Yes. That's a great way to put it. That's the way I look at it because it, it helped me to see where I was short. Got you. You know, where I was not really doing the things. And then when I got past that, like I was able to see so many different things, you know, Um, my chakras all started to open up. I was able to my third eye. I was able to see things that I didn't see before. Right. You know, so explain that to people. I I have a I have a general understanding, but explain it to me, too. Your chakras are opening up. This this is where your energy is allowed to travel freely. Yes. In your body, what chakras actually are. Uh, there are energy sources in your body that um, pretty much are connected to different parts of us. Okay. Of who we are as a total being. Okay. And, and it also is connected to organs. So it's each a real chakra. Thing. This yes, isn't, it this is a, a real, real thing. thing. Like, it is you can science. Map it out. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So each chakra is connected to a particular organ. So if you're having a particular problem inside of you, it's more than likely connected to that particular chakra. When one is blocked, it usually tends to pour over into the other ones and then it becomes like a snowball effect Mm. and you're unbalanced. Then you want to get, you know, chakra healing. Um, There's Reiki healing. A lot of people, that's part of spirituality. Mm -hmm. Um, Yoga is uh, uh, not necessarily, people think yoga is like a a stretching uh, exercise. But it's actually, uh, it is more of a mental and spiritual, um, it means unity. Mm. So it's it's more for everyone, not just specifically for exercise. So let's go back real quick to how those chakras, different things that can block that energy flow. Being married to an atheist, so... At the time, I'm assuming, you definitely weren't as aware, self-aware as you are now. No. You're younger, right? I was 18, You're 18 so I had old. no idea about any of this. Any of this stuff. So when a person says, I do not believe in God. Now, you aren't the, the same Gigi that you are now, obviously. Definitely. That I do not believe in God. What was the justification? What is an atheist justification for that? Like, science. how can you not? Science. They're more into what? What, what would an atheist say? Uh, his, 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 all his arguments were science. Okay. That, um... I don't know if he he was he was a little bit on the you know the ape transformation right you uh, know uh, evolution yeah uh, you know but then a, a person like myself could argue well then what why, started was, that something had to start and something. why are they why are they still apes and we're not you right, know like, right I mean you could go all the way down yeah to you the, could keep playing the, with that the so. chromosome somebody gave me twenty three somebody gave me twenty three that's forty six if one is off something could go terribly wrong so if it's just science then who invented science science I gave that challenge to a young lady one time I never forget I was like and I wasn't preaching being an atheist I was just like you were just questioning. I'm more into science I'm just questioning yeah. she's like well who you think invented science I was like oh where did that come from that, uh it's my debate. <laughs> so, yeah. So if we go talk about chromosomes and molecules and protons and neutrons and electrons, and we go all the way down. You break it all the way down. An atheist will say, well, there you are defining science. Well, then I would say, well, who invented the proton, neutron, electron, and molecules? That all made- of those so from it, the beginning. It's the like. The egg come before the chicken or chicken before the egg. Yeah. I mean, this didn't all just appear. Right. Right, like, right. It's got to be something bigger. It has to than be something, something you can bigger. even comprehend. Yes. Yeah. And it's not a a physical being, like you know. Here's my argument, if anybody cares. 
Science can be clearly defined, understood, and studied. We can break yes. down protons, neutrons, and electrons. We can. And I'm a big fan of science. Me I too. love I love nature, as you can see. I shoot the podcast out here for a reason. But there has to be something that's unexplained, that's so omnipotent that you don't understand that got to the science that you do understand. Exactly. So if you can break it down and understand it, then what's bigger than you? That thing that we don't know about that we call spirituality. Yes. You know, so if it can be defined, if man can define it, touch it, see it, break it down and understand it, then what gave you the knowledge, wisdom, and ability to break it down, break it down. and understand? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's something greater than us. Yeah. Way greater than us. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. So, atheists. So, you married to him. So, you, you start realizing that it's a dark point. I was very sick. Physically. Physically. I was in the hospital for the whole entire 14 years. Really? Multiple times throughout the years. When you broke away from that energy, did you see improvement? I've never been sick ever since I left him. That is the power. I have never been in a hospital since I left him. He, a relationship is literally making you sick. So what's your relationship like today? With him? Yeah. I speak to him. He... Yeah, yeah. But I am stronger now. Yeah. So it's different when you have, when you know who you are mm-hmm. and you have the strength, then no one can take it from you. Absolutely. So before I didn't have that, I was, I was broken. I was in pieces when I met him because I was a child that just came from all of this stuff, crazy stuff. So it was very easy for him and he was older. Mm-hmm. So it was very easy for him to manipulate me. So, okay, so before we talk solution, I want to talk yoga. I want to talk your meditation. I want to yes. talk spirituality. I want to talk, we got to go to a place that is uncomfortable just so we can show people the solution. Yes. I got this from Oprah that molesters, child abusers, they're extremely manipulative. Like, yes. they, they're, and, they're, and they're very good at it. They very. groom you, like, yes. over time to believe that, it's okay, and this is our little secret, and don't tell anybody. And I got a friend of mine who um, is actually deal- um, realized that she was dealing with trauma, and she said her dance instructor actually um, made her sit on his lap. Mm-hmm. You know, sit, like, hey, sit on my lap, you know. And you're young, and you know. You, you don't you know. You sitting on nobody's lap, right? Yeah. And so they're very, very manipulative. At what point did you realize this is wrong? Like, what made you say, you know what, this is wrong as a child? Was it as a child no. or you, did, you only did it in retrospect? No, I never knew as a child that it was wrong. Um, well, actually, one time I did think it was wrong because my brother was touching me and my mom pulled me out of the bed. Mm. So I wasn't sure. Like, it was like, like, did I do something wrong? Mm-hmm. Or, like, mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I didn't really know it was wrong until, so funny you said Oprah. <laughs> right. I mean. Oprah, I was about 19, maybe 20. I already had my son, so I had to be probably 20. Oprah talked about her being abused. abused. And it is a parallel. And I was like, I started crying. Mm. I realized finally that. That's what it was. That's what was happening to me, like. I was being I was being sexually abused as a kid. I didn't realize it. Gotcha. 
so no, I, I didn't I didn't know until then, but I never dealt with it. I still didn't deal with it. I tried to mm-hmm. at different times because I was depressed. I had anxiety. I had, oh, Lord, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I took every pill that the doctors gave me, so I turned they turned me into a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Did you really become dependent on them? I wouldn't say dependent, but I was on them for a while. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on them for a while. Um, I did get off of them, right. but I was I was a zombie, like straight legit zombie. Right. Like so I was I was making decisions and doing things that I didn't even remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. yeah, not me. Not you at all. Not me. So let's talk to the kids. Let's talk to the adults. Yes. In retrospect, how is that groomer? acting what is he saying what is he doing how is he behaving if you're if you're talking to a seven-year-old 12-year-old 13-year-old right now what are some signs that this is not right i mean there are obvious signs he shouldn't be touching you but the groomer has told that person that this is okay. okay yeah what are some what are some how can we save some people there's nothing that's okay if anybody touches you period like mom dad there's areas of your body and not necessarily only those areas that should not be touched hmm. because it starts off with a shoulder. It starts off with a hand, you know. Make that okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it starts off with small touches and then it eventually they start touching your back. Then, you know, it starts to move down. Mm-hmm. The boundaries get expanded. Yeah, they start to grow um, depending on the the grooming method because they all have their methods, mm. you know, mm. especially if it's a family member, um, you know. I didn't have those type, the ones that slowly did it. It was just abrupt? Yeah, I mean, overt, mine's, were, it was just overt. mine's was just done. Really? Yeah, I didn't get that, but I've studied enough to know that what they do do. How do they keep you quiet? How do they for, keep how do you what for makes me, the person not tell? For me, honestly, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know it was wrong. Mm. What do you call it? Mm. What what's being done it. to you? Gotcha. You don't know. You freeze. I've heard women, grown women, say that when a man touches them a certain way, that they freeze. They can't say no. Mm. Like, they can't say no. They don't want to, mm. but they don't know how to say no because they freeze. Like, you just... Tense up. It's like you inside you're... your brain shuts down. You mm. don't even know what to do, what to say. So my brain shut down almost every time. Got you. I didn't know what to say, what to do, who to say, who to say it to. I didn't have anyone to talk to. Mm. So I believe the biggest key is for parents to talk to their kids. Like, uh, the biggest thing... Ask the tough questions, though. Yes. Because we all talk. talk to our kids, but you got to ask the tough questions, You got to right? talk to them and see if your child is feeling insecure. If your child doesn't want to, like, show certain parts of their body off. That's a sign. You know, that's a sign. Mm-hmm. If a child wants to wear, like, really big clothes... To cover as much as to possible. To cover up as much as possible, or wants to wear dark clothes, just, like... All the time. All the time. I don't mean, like, just wear black. Mm-hmm. I mean everything dark. Hide just something. everything. The way they act. 
you know. Angry. Angry. Um, um, overly emotional. Way overly emotional, violent, mm-hmm. sexual. Mm-hmm. Those all because you you think it's okay now to be sexual. So now, in order for people to love me, I need to be sexual. Gotcha. Yeah. So it it creates a cycle. So the relationship with the abuser, you for example, um, your brothers, the people you name, your mom. Talk to young people about the relationship with the abuser, because some people fall in love with the abuser. I've I have, have heard, you heard that. that yeah, I, I've I've seen that. I've heard and watched that before. I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. I I I used to think of ways of killing them. Got you. Got no, you. I plotted. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> I lived in you, Kissimmee I mean, you, you, at the time when I left. When I left. When we left Boston. So I I was born in New York, and then we was raised in Boston. And then we went to Kissimmee. And my mom. North to South, Florida. Yeah. Wow. So when we moved from Boston to Kissimmee, first of all, I wanted to kill my mom because she moved me to the country. And I was like. Your city girl. Yes. Yeah. I was like, what in the world is this? But then she moved him there. Him being. My brother. Your brother, okay. So. Did she know what was going on? She said she sna- no. She snatched you out of bed one time. Yeah, she said no, though. Right, okay. That's, I mean, I, I have now recently talked to her about it. Mm-hmm. She said she didn't know. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can only go based on what she said. What she said. Okay. When he moved to Kissimmee, that's when I, I wanted because we were in like you know, land. Right, right, wide open. So I had all kinds of thoughts. Yeah, I don't, Negative I don't know. Thoughts. Yes, like to yes. how you can, I got you. How I can put them down, yes. Really? Yes, of course. Because they I were the two people that I felt that did me the most harm. Mm. Even though the other ones did, but they were just like, they did it and it was done. And, and allowed you to think that the other ones were okay. Yes. They were, they were, the, they were, the, yeah, they were the, the start. The start, yeah. yeah. So I had the most anger towards them. So, did there? Did you get any professional help? I attempted to. I was going to say some people act like it, it was. Help. It did not help. We're no. not saying that now. Let's be clear. For not, me, I'm, yeah, for you, yeah. Because I'm just saying because I don't want people to think what. No, I know I'm not shitting on them. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. The ones that I saw, you gotta attempt to seek it. Yeah, the ones that I saw, I didn't see them until I was probably in my maybe late twenties, early thirties, maybe. Mm, mm. Because I was depressed. Like, I was really depressed. Mm. And I was like, something has to change. Like, what is it? I don't, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to heal. Because mm. I mm. never, no one ever gave me any tools, any, no one never spoke to me. Oh. I had no conversation. Not one single person ever talked to me about mm. what happened to me. And how to even attempt to heal. To heal. So a combination of self-awareness. Yes. Meditation. Yes. Spiritual journey. Definitely. Um, talk about self-healing. Like if you had to give me, give them three to five things, okay? And that's not to say all therapists aren't bad. That's no. not to say you don't need therapy. At no. least, At least you should seek it. So that's the beginning yes. of some type of healing. Yes. What worked for you was self-healing once you saw some therapists that may not have been, you know, beneficial. Give me some self-healing, some self-healing approaches to a person that feels like they need to start doing something. First step, second step, third step. First of all, I would say 
change almost everything that you're doing because everything you're doing now is what keeps you stuck in what you're doing. Okay. Um, so change- to a college student, that doesn't mean drop out of school. Oh, no, no, We're no, just, no, let's no. Let's be specific. No, this is, this is more on the mental. Okay. So your mental, what you're doing mentally, let's change all that. Because what happens is we, we learned all of these things in our past. Mm-hmm. In order to heal from all of those things, we have to unlearn them now. Got you. Got you. So we have to unlearn the things that hurt us and relearn things that are going to help us. So for me, um, the gym was kind of uncomfortable because of my, you know, my spinal condition. So it's not very easy for me to work out. Okay. However, uh, physical activity releases drugs in your brain that are better than any drug in the world. So endorphins, dopamine, um, like all your feel good hormones. Yes. So you get all of these great drugs while you're working out. Good drugs. That's already real natural drugs. Like the ones that we actually need. Smiling Mm -hmm. helps us. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so I started going to the gym. I started working out, working out, working out. Eventually that started to help heal me. Okay. Um, Eating right. Okay. Uh, Changing the people that are in your lives. Switch the law of association. If an atheist can make your whole world dark, imagine what the opposite of that. Surrounding yourself with a bunch of people who love and And appreciate appreciate you you and and uplift you. Same thing. It can be reversed. It can. The things that you watch, read, see, hear, they all affect you. Mm. And uh, really, when you think of something negative or that thing that hurts you, focus on something that makes you happy. Hmm. Focus on something that makes you smile. And it's a practice. It's not going to happen overnight. If you've been suffering with something for years, expect for it to take years to heal from it. Hmm. It does not happen overnight. And be patient with yourself. Forgive yourself, number one. Forgive the person who did it to you. A hundred times, like, it's one of the most healing things that you can do is forgive the person who hurt you. Now, let's talk about that, because that actually was my next question. <laughs> how? Can how you, do you forgive? How, how do you forgive the person that hurt you? Talk to the people about okay. how you forgive the person that hurt you, because this I know for sure from Ayala Van Zandt. Forgiving doesn't mean you excuse it. No. Exactly. It is yeah. not an excuse. Yeah. And it's not like you're accept it's not like you're saying it was okay exactly. that you did that to me. Exactly. It is not. What it is is forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is not for them. Mm. You're not going to them and saying, I forgive you for doing that. Okay. No. Forgiveness is for you, first of all, forgive yourself because most of us, unfortunately, think we we caused it yeah why it do was people, why our do people, fault why do people blame themselves because, because they put it in our heads that you're that you did something wrong yes really yes okay um and it's a shameful thing because yeah. you don't you don't know what the feelings are that you're feeling inside imagine somebody as a child somebody does something to you and takes a piece of you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you don't know 
how to react, how to, react to, to that. Yeah, yeah. You don't have enough life experiences to, to know, even know yeah, whatever they plan on you is what it is. Yes, got you. That's how you so, rob. That's why they rob you so much. Yes, yeah. they 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 steal a lot. But the thing is, is that let's not let these actions that these people took against us take our whole life. Mm. Like, granted, they did that, but we can recover from those things and have a full life. And the sooner you start the process, the better. The better. Go ahead. If I could help somebody heal today versus 20 years later. Right. Oh, man, you saved your life, your kid's life, their kid's life, because we're projecting all of this pain onto our children. Mm. That's the generation Even curse. though we don't think we're doing it, you I swear, me. I did not think I was doing it while I was doing it. You just helped me answer the question. I didn't know. The generational curse is because the pain that has been inflicted on the person, they never dealt with it. So they don't realize that the anger and everything, that's the generational curse. Yes. It's not as overt as we would think. I was abused. So I'm going to abuse you. That does happen. It does. But sometimes it's the lack of dealing with the effects of the abuse that I carry into my child. He carries into his child. And yes. That, I mean, and, and by, I mean, you know, it keeps going. Exactly. So forgive the person. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself first. Right. Then forgive the person. Accept. A lot of us don't accept what was done to us. Okay. How do, real quick, how do we forgive and accept? When we say forgive the person, walk walk through. First that of one all, I time. believe you gotta accept it. Okay. Accept it was done to you. Accept it was done. Don't ignore it. Let's not Don't ignore it. it. Yes, okay. because that's worse. That's like that's like having a big gash on your arm and then putting a little baby band-aid on it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. thinking it's supposed to heal. Instead of treating it. Yeah. Like okay. that's not it's it's let's not gonna help it. you. Let's accept it, let's deal with it, internalize it, mm-hmm. and then you can forgive yourself then you can forgive the person. Now, we all, I, I don't know, not one person that hasn't done something wrong in their life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that hasn't hurt somebody, that hasn't committed some form of sin, mm-hmm. that hasn't done something wrong. We all do something wrong. Mm-hmm. But don't we want to all be forgiven? Right. This is true. You cannot ex- expect to be forgiven if you don't forgive. But, man, there's just degrees to it, Gigi. Like, what I do wrong, I'm asking for forgiveness. I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry that it, blah, blah, blah. But this person robs a child of their whole existence. Unless that person gets the help they need, it just seems so difficult. But I would not be this person sitting with you here today if those things weren't done to me. This is true. I could not help someone. This is true. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be me. This is true. I would not be this. Like, it, it would not be at all. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Stop. Don't kill me. We're going to resume the episode, but I got to pay some bills. You want the show to stick around, right? Listen, this segment was sponsored by Monetize Your Message. That's where I show you how to turn life's tribulations into celebrations. Let's face it. We've all been through some stuff. Some very traumatic. But the difference is you're making your life, which is the asset, become an investment, which is your story. And we take that story and turn it into a message and we help people who've been through similar situations. Visit howtomonetizeyourmessage.com because your story belongs to you, but your message belongs to the world. Now enjoy the remainder of this episode. Girl, (laughs) let me tell you this. 
You are wow. I love it. Yo, but tell people what Gigi likes to do today, because I've seen you at some places where I'm like, you got to take me there just at least one time. Listen. <laughs> what my, do you, Gigi, where are these places you be hanging out at? They here in Atlanta. Hey, man, you got to understand. Miami. I'm a, a homebody. If I'm not on the pond, I'm at the house. Listen. Where are some of these places you kick it? So I love <laughs> this scenery, first of all. You know, I, I, I found a very beautiful balance in my life without, can I curse? Yeah. Without giving a fuck about anybody else. My balance is my balance. Gotcha. It's my shit. So I wake up, I meditate, I work out, I I work, I do whatever it is that I need to do. And then on the weekends, I cook, I cook my own food, my right. own vegan food. Y'all know how I do. That salad you gave me was so good. Man, I may consider going vegan for a day. Hey, listen, <laughs> even if it's a meal, you it can... It was re- so good. It's, 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 it's called consciousness. Yeah. If you're conscious of what you put in your body, so I am going to say a little bit about the veganism. Oh, I was going to ask you about it. I'm a little bit about That's the veganism. Like, come on, man. Come on. Oh, yeah, answering your question? Yes. <laughs> so the the veganism... Ask. It really helped clarify my consciousness. How? How like does my food consciousness. Do it? How does food do it? So food does it in a way that you wouldn't even because they didn't teach us about it. So that's the biggest thing. We were never taught about food. But everybody says you are what you, you are eat. eat. That's a fact. You you do get that part. You get that. Right. But they don't tell you, okay, so all of these farms that have all of these animals, they're mistreating the animals, number one. This is true. Like I saw Food, Inc., and I stopped eating meat that day. I mean, it didn't even take meat. When I saw him reach into the cow and pull out the disease, and the, there was a big hole big in the cow. Big old hole in the cow. Re- I haven't eaten meat at, at least in pork in 25 years, beef in maybe over 12 to 15. And I'm going to tell you something. I stopped instantly when I saw the treatment uh, of the animals. And that's what I'm saying. Now, I can't give it all up, but man. But think about it. If you say, and especially, you know, a lot of us, we love dogs. We love cats. We love birds. But you eating an animal. That is not right. Like, it's just it's so. Rough. It, it is, is just, rough. It's just. It's, it, what about it, the survival of the fittest mentality? It's not yeah. survival of the fittest if we have enough foods. Outside of them. Outside of them. Now, if we have nothing left, then we got to like our ancestors. So if you if you if you research your blood type, every, we all have different blood types. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm a positive. My ancestors in the part of Africa that my ancestors came from, they did not eat meat unless if they had nothing else to nothing eat. Nothing left. Got you. Got you. So my blood type does not actually digest meat. Other well, people's does. <laughs> Mine's does not. Yeah, because of we're all different, and you know what your blood type is. Yes. So a lot of people, we need to first get that. I believe Know what's so. best for you. Know what's best for you, and be conscious of what you put in your body. So if, they, uh, if the animal is being mistreated, first of all, mistreated, um, slaughtered, they're pumping them up with drugs, there's a long list of drugs that they give them. Mm. Long list. Mm. Then, just like you saw, they take out a, any any type of anything, take it out, and then they add more drugs and chemicals to that meat right. in order for it to stay looking fresh. Right. Well, I will say this. I will say this. Once I stopped eating meat. Um, you felt better. 
I did feel better. I did feel better. I do know that it is harder for your body to digest. So why give it more work than it's already doing? And I do know this. The elephant, the silverback gorilla, and the rhinoceros are the, are the three strongest <laughs> animals in the world, and they don't eat meat. So once I heard that, I said, let me give it a shot, right? And it's a great, great, great conversation because I never understood the veganism aspect. I knew from health reasons. Yes. But you seem to make, you seem to uh, feel like it cleared up your mind as well. Yes. Like my, my brain just opened up in a different way. You know, I I was cloudy before Mm -hmm. and I was always seeking, but when I became a vegan, it was like, like the everything came, everything came yeah it was like it was it was a total different clarity what about this Gigi? i'm gonna I'm be shallow for a minute all right at the risk of being shallow what about the in, what about the inconvenience i'm using my air quotes so y'all won't be inconvenience like, well, how inconvenient of- is your health relax i know i know i'm asking for y'all to think it's inconvenient <laughs> um what about the inconvenience okay. of Gigi? i gotta go way across the so town. this I gotta, is do i have to what i gotta do this is what i think i believe we all take a lot of time and focus on our shoes, <laughs> our clothes, our cars. We can do what we want to do, right? We pay attention to even other people's stuff. True. But we don't put any, like, any time, effort. What matters most. Intention. Right. Because that's the thing. Eating with intention, like, you know, we, we, we in America have gotten to this stage where almost all of our foods are processed. That's right. That's right. We don't even question packages. We don't even question. We just quest- go grab it, grab it. We just and go, go grab and it and, tr- and eat. Trust, grab and go. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you something. That salad you gave me, that fruit salad you gave me that time, I ain't going to lie. I've been waiting on you to come back to the podcast. I'm, 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 when I tell you, <laughs> that was one of the best fruit salads I've thank had you, in my life. You. I said, yeah, and you made it all from scratch. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. The goal is to have my own acreages hey, so man, I can got, grow. We parcels. We so got we parcels. can grow, you know, hey. start growing them fruits and vegetables. How about this? You heard it here first. Here at Bean Acres... You will have a section, a garden. Can we do a garden together? Yes. Let's do yes. a garden. Let's do a garden. Some together. tropical fruits. Some, some tropical fruits. Now, Gigi, you got to you, you, you take care of it because your boy ain't going to be able to. I don't want to kill the produce. Look, I'm going to bring some seeds from Dominican Republic. Shh, don't tell nobody. Okay. Are we not supposed to? Are we not supposed to? No. You, you, oh, you can't bring that stuff in? You can't even bring seeds. Really? That's no. how America, that's how they're trying to do you. Mm-hmm. They want you to stay unhealthy. Yes. You no, know, we wonder why we got us, all this abundance and we're the most obese. Are we the, like, the most obese country? We are. It was based on our our fast foods. Yeah. Our fast foods, our fast food industry actually changed our whole trajectory on foods. And lifespan and everything. Everything. Well, let me ask you this before we go. You said we we prioritize our clothes, our shoes, and this and that, and that's so true. But speaking of shoes, I noticed something about you. (laughs) I don't care if you dress to the nines, or I don't care if you're nice and casual. You gonna rock some sneakers. Yes. No matter where you go and what you got on, I, from what I understand, you wearing tennis shoes regardless. Uh, what's that about? What's, what, what's up with the sneaker fetish? No matter what you got on, you're going to have it, fresh kicks on. It has to be the little, the Boston in me. I can't help it. Okay. It's the Boston in me. I grew up with it, but honestly, um, I kept it going because my back, I my back condition, I can't wear shoes. Like, mm. 
I can maybe wear them for like an hour. Got you, but you need something stable. Yeah, sneakers. So you wearing fresh kicks all the time? Yeah, you know, I got I got a little little something. A little something, something. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So I will say this. You are the coolest Bostonian. <laughs> I know a few people from Boston. And man, I ain't gonna lie to you. The ones I've met, I, shout out to my boy DJ Phil. This that does not include him. Shout out to my girl. No, I gotta go down. Okay, okay that's a few of y'all. Shout out to all the Bostonians. Uh, but man, for the most part, well, y'all cold blooded. Is it, is it true they call them mass holes? I've heard mass holes. Look. Y'all, what, what's going on in Boston? Y'all so mean. Some of you. It's no, no. I was that way. See, I was that way. So don't come. You got, me. you got a different version of me now. Okay. You definitely got a different version now. If you met me when I was like fifteen, you was oh, a mass hole. Cutthroat. What's going on in Boston? What are you mean? What happened? I was honestly, it I, I, I can't. I, I don't know. <laughs> Because it changes you. If, if you grew up, like I, I've known somebody grown up in the South and then went up there, completely changed them. Oh, really? They were, they were, they were, um, what's the word down here? Southern hospitality and all that went up there and got mean? Yep. Because up there, you got you to gotta roll with so, the environment. Well, over there, if you, if you, if you are not rough, you're going to get eaten. Eaten alive. Yes. And then you got that New York in you. Yes. And then you got so. that Dominican in you. You just a mixture. You just a. Well, I was also a, uh, I was also raised with um, Jamaicans. And then you got that Jamaican. So. So you just. Big ups to my yard people, them. That's why. <laughs> but that's why you're so cool, because <laughs> you're so cultured. And it's been it's been great. This has been great. Yes, it was. It was fantastic. To people experiencing trauma, we have a project we're working on. Yes. We won't name it just yet, but all the links will be in the different um, bios and comments and all this good stuff. But what is it going to do? Who is this for? How can we help people that are experiencing trauma through your program? So this is for people who are stuck in a particular mindset, a mindset of can't, Hmm. won't, um, just can't get out of those feelings, those thoughts, um, those areas of your life that are negative and you cannot move on to the next part of your life. Because of the trauma? Because of traumas, not necessarily, you know, sexual. They Mm -hmm. don't have to be sexual because traumas, unfortunately, they're all different, but they affect you in the same way. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. always relive it. You always um, stay in that feeling, Mm -hmm. stay in that mindset. So it's more for for someone who is stuck on a negative mindset and to get them out of that negativity and into the light so that they can live freely, happily, joyfully, and at peace. Got it. This is Gigi. Where can they find you? On Instagram at yes. what? At Elusive Herbs. You know, you got to be elusive over here. And the herbs, I cook with some pristine herbs. Okay. So Now, you promoting, are you promoting that you prepare food for people? I want to make sure you don't, don't get no orders in your DM. I don't get orders, <laughs> but I will be um, doing cooking classes. Nice. Okay. So, I will be doing cooking classes, helping people how to eat more consciously, not necessarily being a vegan. Right, but just conscious. But more conscious, even if it's just one meal a week. I can um, do that. Just paying attention to what you put in your body. I can do that. I That's can do. I can do one. I can do one vegan meal a day. See? If I learn how to cook it and prepare. It. Yeah. I actually, I actually See? had. Um, so I already got my first client. You already got your first client, man. I actually had my. I got first two. Beyond Burger. Is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
place just when I'm about to give myself a pat on the back. Now, I didn't, I, I didn't, not the one from Burger King. I went to like a vegan restaurant. No, I understand. What's wrong with Beyond Burgers? Okay, so. Oh, damn. So it's still the same thing. Because it's, it's a burger? It's still processed. Beyond Burgers processed? Well, maybe they just called it a Beyond Burger. <laughs> well, it's a Beyond Burger, but where was it? Didn't it come from a plant? So it's not a processing plant, y'all. Oh, so the Beyond Burger, that name alone means it's pro- it was processed from a processing plant. plant. Not a plant, not grass plant, yeah, a plant a plant. A plant. Yeah, like people work at. So I got so it. So they if the, you if you start to investigate the 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 um chemicals and the things they put in those also, <laughs> you're like, "Ah." Oh. Okay, so, okay, so, so I ain't even started my journey yet. <laughs> Look, look, you're on your way there. Okay. Those, those, the beyonds and the impossibles <laughs> and all of these, bur- all of these things were really created to get people, I, I believe, yeah. to get people who were meat eaters to become vegan. But the it's way they went about doing it ain't all the way right. It still has some capitalism in it. Oh, it definitely does. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. So I'm going to start my journey with you then. All right. One meal a week. One At least, week. then once I get your get your cooking on, once you get me teaching me how to do day. it, once a day. At least one of my meals per day. Yeah, right, and then good. you know. And then from there, we'll see what it's happens. It's all consciousness. That's all. Gigi, Just if I conscious. get any smaller and lose any more weight than this because of your veganism, look, y'all can't see this thickness under this, <laughs> under this but your girl got some thickness. She a vegan. Hey, straight so. vegan. Yeah, straight vegan, one hundred percent. Man, at elusive herbs. Elusive this herbs. my girl, Gigi. Hey, listen, man. It's a great day. Thank you, guys. Hey, it's a great day. It's fantastic. It's a great day to change lives, man. Do me a big favor. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you share the podcast. Make sure you like the podcast. Make sure you review the podcast. And make sure you leave comments or whatever, wherever you see this platform. We really, really appreciate it. If you want to hear from more people like this out there changing the world and giving their story, because my whole thing is this, with Monetize Your Message, sponsors these shows, and... Your story belongs to you, but your message belongs to the world. world. All right, this is Gigi. Thanks so much. Thank you. Good stuff, man. I feel, I feel, (laughs) I feel ready to go conquer the world. Right? Let's go. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like. And you know what's so beautiful? I don't even, I don't even feel, I don't even feel pain. I didn't feel pain throughout the whole time. Because you were talking good. Good. So, so those dopamines was, was, was pumping.